0: Welcome back to another very special episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their doll magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my newly formed evil devil doll and co-host,
1: Alex Dandino. Folks! We're on Patreon. I know you know, but my goodness, it is so much fun. All it takes is a buck a month and you can join the Discord server where we talk shit about all kinds of crazy stuff. There's D&D stuff, there's Q&As, there's long box talk, who even knows? Uh, For three bucks a month, you can get on the patron exclusive trade. We do two free episodes this month. Two episodes will drop this month that only patrons can listen to. You don't want to miss them, guys. And then if you go even further, you can start requesting episodes yourself. Maybe curate a month if you get all the way to the Highlander level. Who knows?
0: It's all That's there. right. As you ascend the rank of our very official Highlander Patreon tiers. <laughs> very official. You get to request more and more movies. Uh, you get to curate the show to be exactly what you want. Uh, the community's been amazing so far. We want to always issue a huge thank you, you to those of you who are already patrons. And welcome those of you who are about to be something you can do for free to help the show out. Leave us a rating and review wherever you find us, especially if that's the Apple podcast app. Help us punch up at the Algorithmic Overlords. Get some more Alchemists into the party. Guys, also, you can go to YouTube. Subscribe to our channel there, Film Alchemists. You can find video versions of most of these pods, along with other stuff we're always working on for you over there. Email the show, Pod at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on all the socials you're on. That's a great way to talk to us. Get a hold of us. Let us know what you think of the show or movies you want to hear talked about. Uh, We're easy to get a hold of. We love hearing from you guys. We're very easy. Right. We're we're so easy. So easy. (laughs) Uh, Time for business. We're almost as easy as a movie that starts with a graphic card splooge little cartoon devil doll sperms devil doll eggs yeah this is like a whole let's just anatomy get this lesson that we didn't top. know We thought that tiff was essentially the black cauldron right remember that movie the black cauldron yep. where evil stirred and was birth forced into the world mm-hmm. I had no idea this was so biological uh of course today we are we are this guy's is 31 pods in 31 days we're hacking our way through the child's play series um thank you guys for being with us we know it's a lot of episodes we love the feedback thank you uh all right today we're on seed of chucky i don't want to sugarcoat it i think this movie is mostly not good i would say though is that it has some really interesting parts right that if you can kind of tolerate the Chucky has gone too far on uh, to one side and bring it back a little bit. This is a very nice completion to the Charles Lee Ray becomes Dumballa's plaything, right? Dumballa's Fifi to be mocked and had, uh, had made mockery of. This movie's a really beautiful bow on that theory, right? And Jennifer Tilly should just get all the praise for her very self-aware and self uh eviscerating performance alex opening thoughts on the seed of chucky um
1: yeah seed of chucky is not a particularly good movie i will say that up front i enjoy it still it's a fun there's fun aspects of this movie but yeah like i'm sorry as soon as you start with a cgi splooge dripping down the screen that's pretty much going to be the indicator of the quality of film to come um that normally is a
0: 50 50 you're
1: like who knows i mean (laughs) sorry let me rephrase what it is is an indication of the movie when it's not a porno of the movie that's about to happen um you know when it's a porno you're like well i expected that that just came early like this is more just like interesting um Seed of Chucky is to me Seed of Chucky is to me trying to do something that is really difficult to do in the horror genre. Uh at mm. least do well. Um when movies like this try to effectively meta their own story um yep. You either get Scream 2 or you get Seed of Chucky. Scream 2 is a very fascinating example because also the, con- the conceit of the movie in general is that it's meta. But when you bring the original concept back to scream with the stab concept and all that kind of stuff, it works on a whole other level and it pushes the story story forward. Seed of Chucky has those elements in the movie, like has these meta elements of the story itself. However, because that's not the focus And the plot of the movie at all, it's basically just kind of like window dressing for it. It suffers a little bit. And I think that's what makes the movie not very good. However, there are great parts of this movie that are a lot of fucking fun. And if you can't commit to the bit, which is like the most important thing about the Child's Play series. If you can't commit to the bit, you're going to be lost at the very beginning. And to me, that's the really important thing about watching Child's Play is committing to the fact that this is about, at its base, a killer voodoo doll. That's it.
0: Well, see, this one even goes a step further because in the marketing, they really play to this family of Chucky, right? Chucky Mm -hmm. becoming Al Bundy, as it were. And... This is the thing of all the movies, right? I think you can watch almost every child's play movie. And if you don't all the way buy in right away, you can still find a horror movie in there that you like. Yeah. I think Seed of Chucky is the one film in the franchise. And again, I did say that I don't think this is a particularly great movie. I will absolutely give this movie all the love and credit for fucking going for it. Right? Yes. Yes. Instead of just making a bad rehashing of the first one because you're afraid to upset the cart. Right. I would way rather see someone take wild fucking swings like this one. So,
1: And this is Don that's, Mancini's that's directorial we're... debut, no less.
0: Yeah. But this is the one. If you don't buy into the fucking goofball shit right away, this will be an impossible slog for you. Agreed. Right? Because yeah. It's, And this is the thing. It's not... Bride of Chucky has probably the worst cast of the series, right? Where it's just, those characters are really hard to spend human time with in this one. Jennifer Tilly playing the, the aging actress who is not as successful as she once was and grappling with where she is. Mm-hmm. And for her to have the absolute courage to fucking have at herself like that and make herself it's the piñata awesome. for all the jokes. I fucking adore that. So, yeah. The human element in this movie is clunky as shit. Right. But it's very engaging, right? She's actually by committing to the bit herself. We're actually she's saying a lot about where things were at this time. So, the right. human side while clunky really does work in this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean when the poster for the movie literally credits Chucky, Tiffany, Jennifer Tilly and Redman, that that you know, that's the indicator of the kind of movie we're going to watch. But again, everybody in this movie is committed to the bit. Like red man's red man. Like you're never going to get, he was good in it. He was fine, but you're not going to like, he's not in the
0: era of rappers popping up in horror films. Yeah. He wasn't that bad.
1: No, but like, again, this is another really important thing. And this is what I mean when I'm saying commit is if you're going to watch this movie that cast red man in a starring role and you're expecting him to do like, you know, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? You're watching the wrong fucking movie. Like, you're dumb. Glenn you Glinda should turn it off. and
0: Glenn Glenda. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, there's that too. We'll get to that. But like it's a really important thing to watch Seed of Chucky from the lens of I I get that this is If you've seen Bride of Chucky, then you know what w- 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 the title Seed of Chucky should tell you what to expect and i think that's a really important thing and yeah jennifer tilly is fucking incredible i mean she's great doing the tiffany voice of course but like the meta that she has to do in the bit itself is really wonderful and she makes she makes this movie work for me in a lot of ways i she's a fucking mvp for
0: this oh yeah her i mean her mocking her past success like oh everyone likes bound Right, or this, there's that fucking hilarious moment where Chucky's attacking her. What a bit! And oh my god! The Tiffany god. doll's doing the like, no, nothing's happening, and she says, "Bounds on TV." Gina Gershon's fingering me. Gotta go. I yeah, was fucking dying. I had to
1: pause the movie because I knew I was gonna miss something. I laughed for a solid like five minutes. It was a. Ama- it's an amazing. She's
0: just so That's a great
1: joke. That's an amazing line for a movie like this. Like that is some fucking highbrow. Right. Fl- highbrow humor right there that is really funny yeah
0: yeah but not only that right that's her making fun of something that was very successful right even the stuff about her sneaking back into the effects department to get her chewed on candy bar
1: yeah like the whole bit about Tiffany
0: dolls dragging her across the floor and she's like fuck she's fat she's not even pregnant i was like that takes a lot like there's a lot of courage right it was starting to get, we're recording this in advance, just so you guys know, right. but it's starting to get to summer season and every now and again, I have this thing, I see myself in photos and I get really like repulsed, right? I'm like, that's what I look like. Yep. And you have these like body issues as you start aging and this and that, and it it bothers me, right? I'm like, I don't want to get just randomly in photos now. And for an actress, especially one who's always cast in the the sex pot roles, as she says, That's got to be a really fucking horrifying part of your day-to-day job. And for her to just take it head on like that. I mean,
1: but like she's also doing, there's also this other undercurrent that she's doing, which is like this movie came out in 2004, which again, like we talked about with bride of Chucky, this movie comes out in 2004 when like everyone in a horror movie is wearing a crop top and getting murdered. Like that's like the bit. That's how it's supposed to do. Like, Get murdered, but sexy. And, like, she is, like, this this concept, and this is, like, Don Mancini writing and directing as well, but Jennifer Tilly understands that she's not, like, she's not, like, I can't remember the woman's name, uh, Monica something from, uh, like, Freddy versus Jason. But, like, she's not gonna do a crop top bit in a movie that doesn't require it, and I think that's really fun for her to poke, not poke fun at herself necessarily, but just poke fun at the genre of and what was happening at the time with all these kinds of movies, like saying like, it's not about, this is a movie about a murderous doll couple. It's not about like, how hot can we make this girl before she gets murdered? Like that is like, that is what the movie is. And that is what is so great about Jennifer Tilly's commitment to the whole thing. So I, yeah, yeah, I loved, I loved all of it. Like, I mean, it goes, and I I mean, it's just a fun that is very fun to me. She is a star for that. For this,
0: right, and also she's dressing in the sexy night. Yeah, totally. And stuff, but it's coming from this, this fear of I can't get a role. The the idea that she's Redman is producing a competitor or something in the wake of Mel Gibson's Passion yeah, of the Christ. She's directing a movie about the Virgin Mary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by. She wants to prove she's... So then we're getting into this, like, casting couch culture. Mm-hmm. So she's saying something with that. And, her, you know, she's stressing out over that decision. There's even a bit that I was like, holy shit, she's going in on herself. When she... uh, We see her assistant writing her her own fan mail. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, she's being... And there is a thing, right? Like, if you're going to do the movie like this where you poke fun at yourself, I think there's a thing... Where it probably is better to do it like this and fucking go all out and land every punch. If you don't, it comes off as inauthentic and you're not in on the joke, right? So, right. she really put herself out there and is just fucking top notch, man. So yeah, I wanted to really just up front say I love what Jennifer Tilly's doing in this movie. The other thing I absolutely loved about this movie, they just made a fascinating choice with how we're gonna deal with the seed of Chucky. Yes. We start the movie in a classic old-style Chucky POV, right? Being opened. Oh, it's hideous. Blah, blah, blah. Family, you know, picking the doll up. The doll's moving around. The doll starts killing the family, right? This feels like worn territory, but there are subtle clues that it's not. We wake up, and it's a fucking weird carnival biker screaming at a doll that it's pissing his pants. Mm -hmm. And the doll wakes up, and he's in this weird... You know, peaches and shitface, whatever the fucking road show <laughs> called. I don't even know what the bit is. I'm like, how is he selling tickets to this? Whatever. Yeah.
1: Who I, I got to say, like, what? Who who wants to who wants to go watch a ventriloquist competition? That was very weird.
0: Yeah, I was like, is there a lot of crossover between like Jeff Dunham and like Sturges fans? Like, what are <laughs> we? What is this place? I'm and it's in England out of nowhere. Right. But, right. <laughs> But the the funny thing, though, right? So I start thinking back about this dream. And there's all this beautiful storytelling going on, right? You kind of have to get past. This is also the Child's Play movie where they're like, hey, let's use terrible CG as much as possible. So that's not great. But brush that aside, right? Get that out of there. And you think about it, right? The doll is so hideous. The doll is calling itself this hideous creation throughout the movie. That it's ugly and hideous. That's fucking... That's fucked up we all relate to that right i was just talking about that we all look at ourselves and we wish all we were really, better. yeah we
1: all have this yeah.
0: that's a weird place for chucky's son to start right the mom right. he drops the knife when he sees the mom and she falls and hurts herself right that tells you a little bit about that there's there's all of this subtle the doll peeing its pants in fear right as the little girl who was the victim in our first child's play adventure right the little child Mm -hmm. He's fucking screaming in his face that he's like an embarrassment because he's pissing his pants. These are really relatable little kid fears.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, I think that's what kind of like holds you in the beginning. Like there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of information being thrown at you at the very top of this movie. And I think that like, that's a really great and concise way to, Tell us where we're going to land. Like, for us to, like, start this movie from the point of view of a character we've never met before, for this to be, what is this, the fifth movie in the series, Mm though? For this to be the fifth movie in the series about a murderous doll, and for us to start in the point of view of a character we've never fucking met, except for, like, the weird birth scene at the end of (laughs) Bride, like...
0: But we've never experienced. But this is even different than that creature, right? It is.
1: I mean, it is like this
0: is a gentle soul petting a mouse. Yeah, right? this
1: is like this weird little. This is like this like Frankenstein, like Frankenstein's monster, like with the little girl and the flower. Like it's this really fascinating. It's a really fascinating way to start this movie is to give us a character we've never met before, and not only that to like sympathize with this character almost immediately. Like there's nothing about what this. There's nothing about what um, Glenn, who's the 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 boy doll, the little doll, the the the
0: Glenn or Glenda,
1: Glenn or Glenda, the seed of Chucky, him him or herself. Like there's nothing that's not sympathetic about about them starting the beginning of the movie. Like that to me yeah. is probably the most substantially weird thing about the opener. Is I'm like. Man, this doll, that's so sad. Like, I've never felt that way in the entirety of the Chucky series. Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny. I know his dad was as stiff as Pinocchio in the last one, but this is the Pinocchio origin. Yes. The, what am I? Why am I in this weird state? And I want answers. I want to go be a real boy. But in Pinocchio, it's even more, I just, I want to be real, period. I don't want to be this creation of something else. I want to create myself, Right. And so Glenn, Glenn, Glinda goes through this journey, and mm-hmm. I think what's what's really funny, yeah, because it, it almost mirrors the AI journey, right? And I think the little robot and that's named David, right? Haley joe Osment's right. character. Well, that's also a Pinocchio. It's just story this weird right create because this is we got to start right here, right? What the fuck is in this doll? What is animating this doll? Chucky and Tiffany are pink socked by Dumbala into pre-existing good guy and whatever that bride companies were dolls, right? Right. This is a creation that through fucking demonic voodoo, sperm and eggs, right? And their newly malformed genitals created a plastic body that went from one phase and grew into another. Right. So the physics of that are crazy or the biology of that, not physics. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And not only that, Something is animating that. I mean, isn't that just the I mean, I'm just assuming well, it's like that- I watched Disney Soul. Is it like one of the leftover souls? Like, I'll go practice on her.
1: No, there's, there's not the left No, this is more like I don't know if you've ever watched any short films by the Brothers Quay, but this is like one of those toys that they left off the <laughs> sh- off the shot. <laughs> like that's what yeah. that's what they look like. But I mean, to me, what it is is an extension of the voodoo magic itself. It's like this is not here's this is like a really interesting. I thought about this because like every time they, every time they call upon the power to trans transfer a soul to another body, it's always like, "Give me the power, I beg of you." Mm-hmm. There's no begging in this. The power is automatically transferred. The power the, I thought about is this the power well, that they're they asking do, for?
0: They do later. When he awakens his parents, he's the only one who doesn't have to ask for the power.
1: Right. So is he the power incarnate? Like is this the power Ooh, born onto great. the world?
0: Wow. That's what uh, That's Andy's kind of a good-natured soul, so it tells you that Chucky really was perhaps corrupting. Right. This, so this power Is this oh, I power, like that.
1: but is this power meant to Is this pa- is this... okay. Is this Dembala, is this the final punishment from Dembala?
0: Oh, absolutely, because when we walk past-
1: That's because that's got to be what the kid is.
0: When we walk past Glenn Glenda, right? hmm And he is able to awaken Tiffany and Chucky to plastic they've never been bonded to, right? Right. In every other Child's Play movie, even Bride, which is kind of loose- It's plastic that was once bonded with the soul, right? Right. Even when it's like it's run through the vat or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's always some connection. These are literal puppet recreations of these two murderous dolls. They have no connection. So Dumballa is, again, re-turkey stuffing these. That's probably a crude way to say it for what happens later in the movie. But, you know, like the fixins, they're getting crammed into these new dolls that they're not even bonded to. Right. Dumballa is plucking them from whatever fucking hellscape or heavenscape or nothingness where those souls exist and putting them back in these brand new souped up dolls. Right. Which really rapidly already have flesh underneath them, as you were saying before.
1: Yes. I. OK. And so
0: there is something very extra going on
1: here. Right. I actually I got to shout out. I this is crazy. I have to shout out a coworker. I know someone who works on this movie. He's actually in the movie. He did all of the Chucky and Tiffany and uh, Glenn Glenda effects. Uh, Tony Gardner uh, runs Alterian Inc, which is, is a effects house out here. They do a lot of big movies They do the Hocus Pocus movies. And um, Tony got to start like working on aliens and stuff. But Tony's actually in the movie as Tony, the effects guy. And he actually gets a great kill at the top of the flick. He, uh, he gets, he, uh, gets he gets head He gets head by the piano wire, which is awesome. But he, all like, yeah. so it's fun to, it was actually, I to, I've never seen Seed of Chucky until today. So it was fun to watch this and realize that, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, Tony's actually in this fucking movie. But Tony, like, Tony does this for a living, so he actually builds all of the apparatuses that make Tiffany and Chucky and Glenn Glenn to move. But, like, I loved the reveal though when like he uh, he's un- he's unscrewing um, Tiffany's back and he opens it up and it's literally like it's just, yeah it's just uh, sinewy flesh it's just stuff, flesh yeah. and like flesh that's like moving around and like blood pumping through it like I don't think I mean we've never seen that at this point in any of the Chuckies at this right they've always been straight up. They've always just been straight up that. So
0: we've seen some other stuff, but this is the first we're getting like under the rubber, right? So this is an interesting yeah. thing
1: though. And this is why I also think this is like Glenn. Glenda literally the power incarnate to finally punish these two for like perverting the the magic itself is the magic is supposed to slowly, like as you stay in the body long enough, you become human. So, it automatically doesn't make sense that they're like, she would already be flesh and blood unless mm-hmm. by bringing them back to life in the bodies that have been created by Tony. That is the power in and of itself. The automatically they become human again.
0: Yeah. And this one, cause there's that. And then there's, there's the weird made in Japan riff. Where Chucky that we know is made in America because we've seen the fucking doll. Right. Right. And whatever, that's something the effects department just added. Right. He's never had that in any movie before. Why did the effects department have it? And why did that fucking demonic kid have it who was birthed before the fucking set of this movie? So there's another kind of creepy. The magic is forming them in new and different ways. Right. Right. You even see it because they come out and they're murdering. This is the one where Chucky breaks, yeah. right? Now Chucky is Homer Simpson and Al Bundy, right? Yeah, totally. This is the one. It's such a strange riff in the film, right? Because Bride of Chucky's very honest to who Charles Lee Ray was. Mm-hmm. That he's just this sack of shit. And maybe because they're dolls now, they can have something. But mostly he's just a murderous, betraying sack of shit. Right. <laughs> Chucky really is trying to play the sitcom dad in this movie.
1: Yeah. Well, it like, and And I mean,
0: it, it makes you feel almost like, is that fully him? He's trying to play. or Does he have to play that role?
1: Not as not only is he trying to play the sitcom dad, the movie follows very specific sitcom dad beats. Like, you know, babies for babies, first murder and all these other kinds of beats that they try to hit. Like even at the, Like, even at the end, when he has his, like, literally, I mean, I'm like, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, this is just a Full House bit. Like, this is like, you 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 can almost hear the reconciliation music that plays whenever Full House, whenever, like, Danny Tanner realizes he was a total dickbag or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or one of the kids comes clean about smoking. You can almost hear the music when he, like, kind of says, he's like, this is who I am. I'm okay with this. Like, this is what I, and, like. We'll get more into that, but like it's this really fascinating thing yeah. throughout the movie how <laughs> sitcommy everything is actually.
0: That's the music plays, and then uh fucking DJ and Stephanie saunter into Uncle Jesse's room, and they're like, Uncle Jesse, we fucking maimed Gibbler, <laughs> and he just goes, Have mercy, have oh, mercy, oh, and it's like <laughs> and it plays us to commercial break. What I have a hep? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh God, have mercy on poor Giebler. Oh, brr, brr. And then <laughs> And then Mr. Woodchucks over there just butt fucking someone and you're like, What's happened? The show's off the rails <laughs> But yeah, I mean it's such a it's such an absurd it and it's not stupid because it's a really funny way to look at this, yes. right? But it doesn't really track with anything we've ever seen. And I don't love that. And this is the fucking funny thing. And this is, again, what I love about this movie is that they don't really care that most of us are going to be like, we don't want fucking Homer Simpson, Chucky. We want murder, Chucky, flipping people off, Chucky, you know, now fucking Chucky. Like, we want that. Right. That's really fun. And this one, him and Tiffany decide because they have a boy now, the, the fucking Glenn Glinda doll says, why do you kill? And they have to sit there. And Charles Lee Ray doesn't have an answer for that. He tries to him haul around it and gets fucking harassed by these two, the morality cops, into making an oath to not kill. Right. What a fucking bizarre thing to add into the slasher franchise. It's
1: a peculiar wrinkle for a movie. that, And again, this, this is a huge sitcom trope. Like this goes back to what I what we were talking about already. Like there's always the bargain. Like in sitcoms, especially about families, there's always the bargain. Like, we can't do that or something bad will happen. So like there's all these <laughs> there's all these extra bits and you're just like, What is happening? And then like from there you also get a lot of these there's a there's just so much like sight gag stuff that happens, like killing Britney Spears and you're just like, I get it. Like that's that's a real two thousands joke, like understood. Thank you. That will never age yeah. well. And but yeah. like but I do love the um I, I, I do love the John Waters bit. That is I, he apparently he's a huge fan of these movies too, which is why he wanted to do it. But like,
0: well, it's funny because the kind of creepy comedy is just right up his alley. Right. So he's a great, what cameo I, to
1: what him. I love about that bit too, though, is like, it's this, it's interesting. Cause so basically Glenn Glenda doll scares the shit out of John waters so badly that he like bumps into sulfuric acid and like a all over his head and his head melts. And chucky is so proud there's this like sense of like familial pride and again we're in this situation where we're watching a movie you're like none of this is adding up right now like this is literally the antithesis of the character so again i'm going back to something you said earlier is this actually chucky all the way
0: well, that's what I mean. Is this him you, being somewhat piloted? I
1: think you're on to something because, yeah, but piloted by who? Dabala? Yes. But for what this purpose? Is,
0: or, But this is, okay, so this is all bubbling up to this crux, right? Uh, right. I, do we even need to do the voodoo pregnancy? That's like a super cringy thing that gets added. They even animated the little cum and all that. Yeah, I Anyways, don't- Anyways, yeah, we'll get to I, all that.
1: It was so gross. like,
0: But- the whole theory is is that Tiffany is also trying not to murder, but they have this really weird bit in the movie where they are almost making fun of drug rehab, right they're like it's not a real thing, and they, they it's kind of their subtle play, it's not drugs, it's murder, but I was like, you're kind of shitting on like recovery programs, yeah, neither here nor there, right? Tiffany can't keep her word. She stabs Redman's dick and guts him right at the table. Mm-hmm. So the child's seen both of them fail and has this break at the end. And the most brilliant shot, maybe in the entire Child's Play franchise, right, is so the chauffeur's tied up. Jennifer Tilly's tied up and now has a one-day voodoo baby that looks like it's about to burst forth. It ends up being twins. So now there's two children on the bed, a boy and a girl, right?
1: A Glenn and a Glenda.
0: A Glenn and a Glenda. There's like six dead bodies on the floor. Uh-huh. The cops are coming, right? We just hairspray murdered, uh, Joan, <laughs> Glenn. Glinda is fucking having like a breakdown, a mental breakdown, and has a tick in his eye because his parents are insane serial killers. Right. They're not the perfect family. Chucky, as he's about to do the ritual, stops and just looks around the room, and we do this super close up of his eyes. Is Chucky? surveys the fucking carnage in front of him and he just goes you know what enough he's like this is too nuts for me i have a pretty high threshold for nuts and he and then he starts he's like i'm one of the most notorious slashers in history as this doll i am infamous and he looks at tiff and he's like i like being this fucking doll i like not dying not growing old not having ed right and he goes this is me And I know for those of you who have been with us, I've been talking about this since Child's Play 3. Why would you not want to be the doll if you're a serial killer? Especially once you can fuck. Right. Right? right. Because that was the hang-up in Part 3. Couldn't come. Now you can come. And him finally embracing the, this is who I am. I feel like that's the moment where you got to make that choice. Yes. Is that Chucky finally sick of it? Or is this some other sick game? Can Chucky ever really win?
1: I think Chucky's sick of chasing something that he doesn't feel he should need to anymore. Like, this is so. I was reading a little bit about about the, like, because I had to know as to why this movie was made, more importantly. But I was reading a little bit about the behind the scenes, like, Don Mancini wanted to start exploring more LGBTQ uh, themes in the Child's Play series.
0: So, ahead of his time.
1: And yeah, very ahead of his time. And he's because Don Mancini's a gay man. And he was like, I wanted to start exploring more about stuff that was interesting to me, which was these kinds of topics. So like, that's why there's a lot of inspiration, obviously, because it's called Glenn or Glenda. There's a lot of inspiration drawn from the Ed Wood film. Some of you know. Um, But I feel I felt really there was something about that moment that felt so like that's like, it felt like someone coming out. It was really kind of beautiful in this weird way because like Chucky's literally like, I'm fine with who I am. I'm accepting for the first time in my life. I'm accepting the fact that this is who I am because like, I'm great as this. No one is better than me as this killer doll, not even Tiffany. So why would I change this thing about myself? And like more to the point, but more to the point that we were making earlier about like, because constantly chasing a body Yeah, that makes you flesh and blood. He's right. Like, so he's
0: like, I don't want to be your chauffeur.
1: (laughs) He's right. But he's totally right. Like, he's like, why would I want to be a stepping stool? Like, if I'm going to be in a body, why wouldn't I choose a body that literally I can go anywhere? No one's going to wonder what I'm doing. Like, I might look a little creepy, but at the same time, like, there's no curiosity as to what a doll does, because we live in a world of we live in a world that does not address magic. So. If we don't address magic, we don't believe in magic. Therefore, magic doesn't exist. So a talking, murdering doll is so improbable.
0: Well, there's this thing, too, because the whole buildup is we're going to be this family. Mm -hmm. We're going to reset, And I think he's like, guys, we already are doing the thing that makes us a great family. Yes. The family that murders together stays together. And he's like, this is the most fun I've ever had as Chucky because now I've got the wife. I can nut. I can jerk off to Fangoria's, whatever. And now I've got a boy that I'm proud of. I can, you know, have a, you know, a boy or a daughter. He can have whatever, right? Him and Tiff keep fighting over it. Right. But he seems to really be invested in his child. And so I think there's a, this is good enough. We can just be the three murdered. And it's this very weird fucking debate to be having as the viewer along with this movie.
1: It's a weird debate to be having in this movie, let alone the child's play series.
0: Yeah, because we we've had Chucky jerking off into a cup Uh to turkey baster Jennifer Tilly, which is fucking so gross, insane, right? You're like, God damn, that is this movie held nothing back, no. And we're just killing and killing and killing, and then that that really shocking moment at the end is yeah, Glenn Glinda has a break, and we find it was it was Glinda, Glenn is Glinda, and Glinda is Glenn. I feel like right there was like a crossing over, so. Dressed as his mother or her mother, murders their mother, mm-hmm. murders fucking Joan, right? And Chucky's right. like, It's okay, you know, I'm not trying to rub it in your face. It's okay that you murder, right? Right. He's tr- being like a sympathetic husband. He's trying dad. to
1: understand. He's trying to understand and his kid. And
0: when they whip around and it's this makeup and hair and dress and. He sees Tiffany, but an abomination version of Tiffany. And that's the first time we see Tiffany and Chucky being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The- These two serial killer, horrible sacks of shit actually have a moment of pause of being like, oh, fuck. What oh, have shit. We done? This guy
1: rolls hard. Yeah.
0: But not only that, like, oh, man, we're fucking bad parents. <laughs> what have we done? What have we fucking right. foisted upon okay. the world? And that's insane. But it's it's
1: insane. <laughs> but this is the crazier part about this, is it's so fucking relatable. Like you yeah. and I, when we log on here like every night to talk about like whenever we log on to talk about movies, we have like twenty minutes of like discussing our day and almost routinely it's like Am I fucking up? Am I that bad of yeah. a parent? Like I like I <laughs> Like last week when we talked, last week when we did when we did a pod session, I actually was like, I-, I think I fucked my kid up by like not feeding him X, Y, and Z and all this stuff, and I literally had had the worst day. And you're like, eh, it's fine. Like <laughs> this debate though, that's happening in that moment where they're like, oh shit. <laughs> All of us go through that when you're a parent. You're sitting there like. I
0: mean, even serial killers being parents that are worried about their offspring is fucking hilarious. It's
1: fucking hilarious. And you're just sitting there and you're like, how am I relating right now to Chucky and Tiffany's plight as parents of a shared soul bodied serial killing doll that we procreate? We don't
0: even know. I mean, I guess the question someone who is being a smart ass would throw back on me is like, well, when you and your wife fuck, what? occupies your son oh you just believe in souls now and i'm like am i to believe that whoever is the soul picking crane game of the universe plucked my son from the same place that two fucking demon rubber humpies (laughs) fucking that's the same crane game like are you fucking kidding me right but that's kind of what's kind of what it is man and i kind of like because there's this really beautiful you know, nature versus nurture kind of riff in it, mm-hmm. and the idea that he came from the doll because that's the thing. She becomes the doll factory at the end of the last one, and he came off the line not having a side man. And he, but this is the thing: there's something extra with Glenn Glinda because they have this really nice nature, which it feels like they have not had a great run. Right. Right. Being in the fucking weird shit face carnival. That doesn't seem like a great place to live. So he kept his good demeanor until he realized his parents were so fucking beyond saving. And he's like, we're not going to be the perfect family, which was seemingly his bedtime story dream. Right. Right. When his parents lied to him and just fucking snaps, we see the tick develop. Right. And then he that scene, I was like that had that felt very much. Like something that a, a gay viewer would latch onto, right? That when he's screaming over Chucky's body, are you proud of me now, dad? Right. I'm your little boy. Because, you know, I, I'm i a straight guy, but I went through a lot of that with my dad when I was like, hey, I'm in a play, and he's like, gay. Yeah. No. Hey, I'm wrestling. Wait, the spandex wrestling? Gay. And just like, you know, just this constant devaluing of my activities is not manly enough to be worth his attention. Sure. And there is that, like you know, just standing over him, like fucking acknowledge me, uh, and you know it takes the ugly form of all too often of what they want you to be. Yeah, and I was like that. This that's the fucking. This is kind of always the paradox of child's play movies. Is I'm saying that out loud, and I'm like, that sounds like it would be from a really good like Oscar bait movie. Yes, but it's from the fucking dumb. Like we just saw the turkey baster voodoo babies, like. One Again, second before that, a movie—it's insane. A
1: movie that <laughs> literally opens with dripping splooge down the screen. Yeah, is a movie that actually covers a lot of the bases that you might as like a way ahead of, a parent, of its time. Way ahead of its yeah. time. Don Mancini understood that the way that Child's Play survives, the way that these movies can continue, is by addressing problems that by addressing things that aren't necessarily horror fodder so to speak but can be lensed in that way that make it such an enriching story and like again Seed of chucky is not a good movie for me like i did not think it was a spectacularly made movie but the themes in it and the stuff that was the stuff yeah. that it was trying to do are so beyond anything anyone else was trying to do in 2004 within this genre right. of movies. And like, this is with established characters too, man. This is a 10 year old franchise. This was established characters.
0: Like And it, what it does is it plants the seed in your mind where you leave. And for days you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And you keep, and that's the thing. I love movies that just stick with me. Agreed. Right. And I have to keep thinking about, cause they made a dent, right? The, the worst criticism I can give a movie as I walk out of the theater and I just go, eh. Like, it's not even worth me <laughs> praising or bickering about, right? It's just like, it moved me so little. I was just like, well, on to the next thing, right? That's the right. worst criticism. And Seed of Chucky is not that at all, right? Um, For all of the missteps, it it just still finds interesting ground. It still leaves you with this amazing capper at the end. Right. Where it's, oh, she's in Jennifer Tilly's body. She did take her body. Okay, uh, Glenn becomes Boy Glenn, right? Right. Who the fuck is inhabiting Glinda, right? So now we have a second soul crane game that is apparently showing all these signs of being an evil soul, right? Chucky somehow—this is the thing. Everyone in this family is amazing at mailing themselves. Chucky mails the hand and maybe kills Glenn, right? So there's this this fucking madness to it, but then you start having to think it out, like. So Jennifer Tilly has been serial killing and one of her kids might be a serial killer, but not the kid that was the evil doll that had the mental break at the fucking Turkey basting. Why did the chauffeur jump in front of the knife? And that's what I mean. It's one of those movies where you're like, it does not require this much headspace, yeah. but it fucking like Chucky breaking the door down. It fucking takes that head space. Right. It
1: just like, it's constantly, it's constantly requiring you to ask the question. And I think that's a really important thing about this movie is while on the surface, it doesn't seem to be doing much. It it's a movie that sticks with you for days later. Like that's an important thing about any of these movies, particularly child's play. I think this is a really, really important thing about later child's play movies, starting with bride, which is like you can write them off as uninteresting or as not well-made or so on and so forth. That is your business. But if you're not going to like address the fact that Don Mancini's asking you to dig a little deeper and he's using all this very like candy coated veneer of like horror movies in the 2000s to like lure you in to ask you a question and then for days later be thinking about it like there's I wasn't thinking for days after fucking Freddy versus Jason.
0: I wasn't thinking. No, for, it, I wasn't thinking for days after point. Halloween
1: Resurrection. I thought about it ten years later.
0: That's a great point because what happened in other series, I feel like, is by the time you're at five or six, now they're just upping the the tits and the gore and the murders. Yep. Right, which this movie even gives you doll tits and Chucky. We see Chucky's dong. Yeah. So it's like they show this movie's not like highbrow by any means. No, but what this movie's doing, right? Well, the others are like, well, we don't have much to say anymore. Let's just do kills, naked beautiful people. We'll get through another, right? right. And then eventually they'll find something, right? Like, oh, Jason takes Manhattan, that's a fucked up weird version. Okay, fine. Right. This one, instead of going up on that, cuz I would say the kills in this one are pretty pedestrian, right? I mean, they're not we've got even very. Like a dick stabbing. We've got a blowtorch. We've got a headshot. Ch- there's nothing. Th-
1: there's a car crash. Okay. That is absolutely nonsense comparatively to like what we've seen but in other movies.
0: Yeah. So they're not going up on, oh, now Chucky's like crawling through the guts and emerging through the mouth. Right? right. Right. Every time I watch a Child's Play movie, I'm like, how have they not done that kill where Chucky like births himself out of someone's head? Right. <laughs> like, it just seems like a logical thing to do with a small toy killer but they didn't need to go there right the kills are there because it's child's play and this is chucky's hobby his recreation as he says in the movie but what it's doing is it's it's fucking taking you to this other it really does it really is the franchise of like a, a never-ending twilight zone series movie I mean, or yeah. show.
1: i mean and that would make sense based on where it came from like this is the ultimate talkie Tina. Like this is the proliferation of how bad can talkie Tina get this bad. That's how bad.
0: And how fucked up is it? Chucky wants to go full circle and go back to being a dad from a Twilight Zone episode. Right. It's right. And it's uh, what do you, we got to We got to end with this. Chucky buying in, in this movie is strange because tiff wants to buy in right Mm -hmm. we learned that from the last one and she even makes fun of martha stewart who's now going to death row in this movie which is hilarious (laughs) yeah and she's like martha stewart can kiss my shiny plastic ass or whatever in the last one right so but there's something in her that wants to buy into this family myth that she's created and we even see in the end cap she's being a mom she seemingly has everything she wants Fame, fortune, power, all the things that she didn't have in that trailer that we saw her in at the start, right? Right. Tiff makes sense. The Chucky of it. What about it? There's something there, and I don't feel like I've I've settled it in my mind. I mean, I'm not sure. Is this fully Charles Lee Ray thinking he can have this anti-nuclear murder doll family or is this the final – is he in there screaming in rage, right? Because imagine the Chucky we meet in part one, that howling Brad Dwarf rage. Right. To this fucking docile, you know, little right. pecker version think of, of it, Chucky. Think
1: of it this way, okay? You and I have known each other for a very long time. You and I have been friends for over a decade now. When we met – like, let's talk about when we met out uh, of Wipeout, okay? When we met at a wipeout, that was 2010. Well, we met before then, but like when we actually like connected, we were working at a wipeout, we were both in our twenties, we were dickheads, like we would go out fucking (laughs) we both had we both had girlfriends, but we'd go out and get wasted with the wipeout guys, and that's what we did. Like we lived our lives as we saw fit and like we didn't have any responsibilities or anything like that. Then we got engaged, we got married, we started living our lives a little differently, like our responsibilities started controlling us a little more than I think we expected them to. Then, children arrived. And with kids, the responsibility <laughs> becomes our lives. So what I'm saying Are you is- Are saying is,
0: is, that Charles Lee Ray is us? Yes. <laughs>
1: it would make sense because think about this. This is a movie. The franchise that starts in the eighties, the height, like the end of the eighties. Like this is like, this is shit time in the eighties. Like nuts. Like the wave whoa. is
0: crested. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're getting crazy. Like we're about to hit the early nineties and that kind of thing. Charles <laughs> Lee Ray, the fucking fucking doll, the, the fucking murdering doll. That's where we start with this. Not a care in the world, just wanting to kill and become a kid again, so to speak. So he can keep killing. Then he meets Tiffany again. His priorities rearrange a little bit. He's like, I can do this with someone. I want a partner. And then a kid shows up. When you don't realize you're a parent and all of a sudden you're a parent. Like when I became a dad, like it was one of those things where it was like, oh my God, like everything's at stake now. So I think what we're looking at, though, is like it's a metaphor for becoming an adult. It's weird to think that way. But Seed of Chucky is a movie that's essentially a metaphor for adulthood.
0: (laughs) But, But yes, but he's a fucking serial murderer. I mean, he's a serial murderer. What else do I have to say? He's a serial killer. Well, I'm not saying
1: you and I are serial killers, but I'm saying we certainly have grown up a little bit in the last 10 years.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess this was before the CGI fucking Kermit the Frog karate fight that they do at the end. Yeah. But well. uh it's just it's it's a baffling thing. The idea that because I was wondering, I was like, is this Charles Lee Ray who's finally been just worn down to a nub? He's like, Dumbala, enough. I see this madness before me. It's like you've gotten me four times. I've I got it. I fucking blew it. I fucking suck. And I'm not going to try to escape my lot anymore. How? how, But
1: then at the end,
0: he's strangling that kid to death.
1: How does that not sum up our lives as parents? We've literally.
0: the, The big gaping hole is that we just used to get too drunk and party too hard, not fucking serial kill.
1: Right. But like. Obviously, we're not serial killers, yeah. but, like, at the same time, like, how does that not relate to Unless us? Unless you're like, talking
0: about Stella Artois. <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs> Stella Artois. This guy, very classy on this pod. We only drink classy beers.
0: see um, But, yeah, like,
1: think of, like consider it for a second. Like, there is there is a lot of heart and there's a lot of reality in the fact that, like, you don't want to grow up, but you have to grow up you find a reason to grow up and then eventually you're like i don't want to keep fi-. like raging against that machine is stupid at some point you're like i i know this yeah. is who i am
0: i mean but that's been that's for chucky movies and chucky it just over and over again chosen the i don't want to grow up i'm a toys r us kid route yeah
1: exactly and eventually and the now- toys r us shuts down and now we're here
0: yeah and now we're here. But then at the end, again, he's murdering, and we know because the next two Chuckies we'll be getting into, right? Curse mm-hmm. uh, and Colt. Now we're going back to darker Lone Wolf Chucky, right? right. These, these are an interesting two next entries into the series. But that's it for totally the yet. seed of Chucky. <laughs> yeah. We blew our load. That's all. All the seeds have been fired. We're out. That's it, guys. Please, again, we'll be back tomorrow with another child's play film every day this month. And after the child's plays are done, we have awesome guests coming up. We have some new movies. We're going to the theater to see and talk about. Yay! Every day this month, thirty-one days, thirty-one pods, we guys. Have so many good go. guests, guys. I'm so, so excited many, for you guys. So many good guests. Go to Patreon.com/slash Pod join the community there for as little as a dollar a month you can get in the door right And for a little more you can begin to selecting the episodes you want to hear us talk about for yourselves guys go uh leave us rating and review wherever you find us Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Film Alchemist. Email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Find us on all the social media. But more than anything, thank you guys for joining uh, us on this, our favorite time of year.